Hello, and welcome to this episode of Blue Tiger Suit. I want to first begin by thanking you all as the listeners for sticking with me in some of these really long episodes, and for taking the time to really kind of understand where this culture is coming from. Um, I hope that in this way that I've been presenting this, that it hasn't come across as too intense or convert to this because it would be fun. Um, it's, it's, it's really more just a... Uh, the, my hope is that these listeners come away with this uh, really being more educated on the topic and better uh, kind of responding to it in the wild. And uh, whenever they see it or if they have friends that come forward with it, kind of being able to respond to it better and say, oh, yes, I, I know what this is. I have an idea. Um, a lot of the people that I've kind of bumped into, they don't really know what it is. And it's always been a really, really cool opportunity to kind of share what it is. And I'm glad that some of you as the listeners can now do that as well. Um, in this episode, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, faith. Um, I am a Christian. I'm actually not only a Christian, but I'm actually a pastor's kid. Um, yeah, so I just I want to talk about where kind of the faith component comes into uh, my blue tiger suit as it is. Um, where did the two come together? Where did the two have friction? Um, what was it like being a pastor's kid and a furry? And uh, how did kind of these two things that the internet says should be very polarizing, how did they come together in kind of a beautiful way that blended well? Um, so I'd like to preface with saying I did not tell my parents that I had an interest in anthropomorphism until I was around 16. Uh, this interest developed when I was around 13, and uh, I kind of kept it to myself, you know, liking Zootopia, uh, which I mean, it wouldn't have come out <laughs> until several years later, but liking uh, movies like Bolt and Lion King and everything like that, and it's like, wow, this is really, really cool. I, I want to, you know, dress up like that or become a character like that. And then 16 really saying, hey, there's this mascot job. I like to do this. And I think I told you guys earlier, my parents sat me down and they said, oh, my goodness, mental health, you know, are you okay? Do you need therapy? And, you know, I responded saying, no, this is the therapy. And, um, yeah, so being a furry, being a pastor's kid, it's the, the church and the ministry doesn't really know about my hobby. Um, that's not me hiding it. If someone were to ask me, hey, are you a furry? I'd be like, yes. But also, what's your definition of a furry? Because some people have this very perverse view of furries. And I would say, no, that's not really my my version of furry. Uh, mine is a little bit more gentle and a little bit more tame than that. Uh, so that's a question that I like to answer often. Um, but in terms of where does it come together? So in in my Bible, um, I I worship the God uh, Yahweh, um, the, the great I am. Uh, Jesus Christ, um, etc., kind of a Christian viewpoint. And in my scriptures, it tells me that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, with that, what it does is, it's it's not really an excuse to say I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, I'm going to go off and do these crazy things because that's just who I am, but it's more saying, take kind of pride in who you are, um, as it is in line with what is allowed in scriptures. So for me, I I actually very, very quietly, so at, at the ministry where I worked at, we would take solo time in the mornings and we would, you know, read through the scriptures. And for several years, it was important to me that as I found this new love for anthropomorphism, that I found out where it uh, kind of was in terms of my relationship with God and whether it would be conflicting, because if it would be conflicting, then I would have to address, you know, okay, is this going to be a make it or break it thing? Uh, in terms of, you know, do I have to shelve this because it's going to be an issue with, with my beliefs? 
And I, I never found anything, probably the closest thing that I found scripturally that, that talks about it is bestiality. And yes, there are some furries that do partake in bestiality. They think that animals are sexy, I guess. And they just, they, they want to lie with animals and they want to uh, just this kind of, yeah, I'm not going to go into details. <laughs> um, and I realized, oh, that's that's not really where I'm at. I, 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 th I think anthropomorphic characters are cute. I don't really think there's a sex component to it, from my perspective at least. I mean, for some people there is, but for me that's not what it's about. It's more just kind of this mental psychological release of throwing on a costume and bouncing around as this character that I've created. It's a, it's an imaginative sphere. It's this ability to create and to embody what it is that you create. And for me that's, that, that's really, really special. And um, I didn't, I didn't find any conflict with that. So after taking my own viewpoint to it, I then went to some of my local pastors and I said, "Hey, so furry, I kind of want to wear tails." And I actually had this one pastor say, "It's, it's fine if you want to worship, a uh, worship God and and wear a tail." And uh, <laughs> he said, "Just don't let it become your idol." And I said, "Okay, that checks out." So just keeping this kind of furry thing in check with my faith, that's that, that's fine. And then I had um, another pastor say, oh yeah, you know, I, I did some research on this in my first thought was, oh no, he went to Google it and came up with all this ridiculous stuff. It's like, actually, I don't see a problem with it. I'm like, oh, okay, perfect. And uh, just recently I, I went to another pastor and I said, hey, what do you think about this? And he's like, well, I, I know what it is. And uh, I think as long as you create clear boundaries for yourself, then you'll be fine. And uh, that's, that's kind of what I've done within the fandom. Um, I... I don't clash with those that have involvement in the fandom for more delinquent means, but um, I I just choose not to partake in it myself, uh, just because I do think that that clashes with my spiritual beliefs. Uh, suffice to say, I, d I don't think that there is a lot of conflict with it. I think it makes sense. I think it, I think it works well. And not only that, but um, I I view the work that I do as an act of worship for God. Um, everything that I do kind of has to point back to God. Um, uh, a word that comes to mind is avodah. It means work, worship, and service. And for me, whenever I'm showing up to work and I, you know, even the keystrokes that I make on the keyboard, in, in the data sheets, for me, that's, that's kind of a, you know, an act of worship to my God. And that's just because I'm doing kind of what I was designed to do. And I'm kind of bringing honor and glory. So in stretching my imagination and in using kind of myself to my full potential and using the brain that I was given to create these things and uh, to, to kind of partake into it and to find, you know, healthy ways of, uh, of expressing myself, not only that, but also um, trying to make the world a brighter place with these fuzzy animal characters as, you know, people walk down the street and they're like, hey, that's really, really cool. And they, they kind of makes their day a little bit. Um, raising money for charities, um, going to hospitals and visiting kids. I just, I think, I think the average furry wants to do good in the world. I truly do believe that. And for me, that lines up with my Christian viewpoint in wanting to do good in the world. But again, my standards don't allow me to, um, kind of take part in some of the weirder, uh, more questionable sides of the fandom. Again, I don't have an issue with that personally. Um, my, my, my scriptures say that I can't partake in it myself and I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine with me. Um, but I think as long as I'm staying within bounds, so using like the suiting aspect, um, and saying I'm fearfully, wonderfully made. And then some people would look at that and say, but you think you're a blue tiger. I'm like, I don't think I'm a blue tiger. I created this character that I'm embodying as a way of recharging myself so I can do the kingdom work for God. Um, 
I'm, I'm finding the best version of myself and in doing so bringing honor and glory back to God. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at my full potential. I'm making the world a better place or at least trying to. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of recharging myself while I'm at it. And I think, I think that brings joy to my creator that I'm finding a healthy means of stress relief and a healthy means of, of bringing smiles to other people and, and helping to bring positivity to the world. And um, in my Christian viewpoint, I think that is kind of in line with what we're supposed to do here on this earth. So that's, that's sort of where my faith comes in. Like I said, um, I'm a pastor's kid, and I don't really share that in ministry quite a bit. Um, some of my coworkers in ministry do know. Um, they just they think it's weird, and I'm like, I'm fine with that. Just kind of let me be. <laughs> um, but again, I truly do view it as an act of worship and as an act of service to God. Um, I'm sure that some people would, would look at Christians and furries and be like that these two could never blend together. But um, I encourage you to actually Google something. I, I, I encourage you to Google furs for Christ. It is a, an online forum. I don't actually know if it's still active right now, but it was an it was a forum of furries that would get together and would share scripture and would talk about how great our creator is and form this community and have fellowship. And I just, I think that's really, really beautiful um, that these Christians are saying, look, we understand that we're not animals. We're not trying to be animals. We're not glorifying animals. We're not trying to become something that we're not. And I think a big common misconception with furries is it's people that are unhappy with themselves. I think it's actually on the contrary. As I kind of mentioned earlier, um, I think it's the truer version of yourself, not wearing a fursuit, but I think what you're doing is you're tapping into your imagination. You're using your full potential to create this beautiful character and saying, okay, I've created this character. Now I kind of want to embody the character a little bit. And you do that and you're saying, okay, I'm not, I'm not wishing that I was this character. I mean, some, some, some furries absolutely do. And I think, I think that's okay. Um, but for me, I'm still who I am. I'm, I'm still human I'm, I'm i'm not resenting who i am and i think i think that's a point of contention for a lot of christians is they see this and they're like you're unhappy with who you are you know you're unhappy with how your creator made you and i'm like actually i'm using my gifts my god-given gifts to their full potential i'm using my imagination i think i'm kind of going around in circles a little bit here so i will i will digress um yeah i'd like to talk a little bit about kind of that component of not really sharing uh, with with those around me in ministry, I think that there's a time and a place to tell people things. Um, I think going around and pronouncing to like say the president of the college and saying, "Hey, by the way, I'm a furry," I think you kind of look at that and be like, oh, "I don't know why you just told me that," and that's kind of weird. Why why did you feel the need to profess this? And I'd say, "Oh, I just you know I thought I thought you wanted like I, I should tell you." He'd be like, no, this is ridiculous. Um, I think I think there's a time and a place for everything. I have not done that with the president of the college. Um, but I would be open to having a conversation around that and saying, hi, this is a part of me that I'm proud of and that I'm excited about that I think brings honor and glory to God. And again, I think a lot of it is, a lot of people look at furries kind of in this fear of what is this and why are these people doing this? But I think if you actually sit down and talk to them and say, hi, what's this about? Um, I think kind of like what's been done here in the podcast, I think you sit down and you're like, oh, they're just really imaginative people that get mentally and emotionally bored and they just, they want to express themselves in fun and creative ways. And uh, I, think, I think that's really what it boils down to. 
I don't think that has a conflict with my faith in God. Um, I don't think that uh, brings dishonor to God. I don't think that's me spitting in God's face and saying, look at me, I'm a blue tiger now. Uh, I think I think it's bringing honor and glory. So that's, that's how faith and fur come together for me. Um, I actually was going to do a panel on that at Anthem New England, uh, but COVID kind of threw a wrench in that. But uh, I, I was going to talk a little bit about what it's like being a furry pastor's kid. If you have any questions, drop them in the comments and I'll be happy to address them. Um, otherwise, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Blue Tiger Suit.